Today's Feeding My Faith is too loud. Today's Feeding My Faith is brought to you by MyFaithClothes.com. I went onto their website. You know right now the Hunger Games are really, really huge, right? And they've got a cool shirt, Hunger for God. Here, spirit will fill you. Now, the cool thing is the shirt just looks good. You got to check it out, MyFaithClothes.com. I'm here to praise your name, Lord. That's what I'm talking about. I'm here to lift the name of Jesus Welcome to Feeding My Faith. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting.com. And if you're new to the show, look, we strip out all the religion, all the uh, who nanny nanny, if that's even a word. And it's just you, God, and the Bible. I got in a discussion over Christmas with some family members about baby dedication. You know what? Let's get down to just you and God. Because baby dedications and a lot of this stuff, it's it's man-made. It's man, it's religion. I am anti-religion. I just want to know God. I don't think God really cares about some of the stuff, what kind of bread we're eating for communion, things like that. Let's get back and make God simple. And so today, our scripture is Matthew 8 and Proverbs 8. And you can find this out at feedingmyfaith.com forward slash three, two. And chapter eight of Matthew goes through, as I read this, what you see over and over is Jesus rewards people that are faithful. He starts off where there was a man with leprosy came out and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you're willing, you could make me clean. And that showed again, that, uh, you know, this guy had faith. The other thing I noticed here says when Jesus came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. Not about you, but if you see movies from like Hard Day's Night with the Beatles and Justin Bieber from the day, having people follow you all over to where you have no privacy, I'm sure that got on Jesus's nerves. I don't think people think about that, but here he is. And, um, he says, uh, it's interesting that he heals this guy. And then Jesus says, whatever you do, don't tell anyone. Go show yourself to the priest. And um, so there's a person who had faith, was healed. Then he meets a centurion who basically says, you know, hey, can you come heal my servant? Jesus says, uh, you know, well, do you want me to come to your house? And he's like, no, 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 man, my, my house is a wreck. You, you are way too cool to be in my house. But if you just say, I know if you just say it, he'll be healed. And Jesus is like, dude, that is like the most faith I've seen since I've been here. And um, he says, go, let it be done just as you believed it would. And his servant was healed at that moment. The other thing that's interesting, it talks about how Jesus heals many. He's in uh, Peter's mother-in-law is uh, in bed with a fever. And it says he touched her hand and her fever left her and she got up and began to wait on him. I think it's interesting that nobody thought it was weird that this woman was like really, really sick, couldn't get out of bed. And now she gets up and first things first is like, how are you feeling? Are you okay? Maybe you should take it easy. He's like, no, hurry up. Uh, we need someone to help do with the dishes. 
And um, here again, um, people brought some demon possessed to him. And um, basically, he healed those people as well. He calmed the storm. This is a famous story again. Where, and just picture this. If you saw the uh, Robert Redford movie, I saw it. uh, I forget what it's called. But it's a really, really long, somewhat boring movie about Robert Redford basically being stranded in the middle of the ocean. And uh, you see where the, the boat gets capsized. And you realize that there's just nothing you can do if you get caught in the storm, I'm not much of a boating person. I, I get motion sickness. But if you get in the middle of the storm, there's nothing you can do when Mother Nature gets her feathers ruffled. And uh, so here they are, is the disciples are in a boat. Waves are like topping over the sides, and they're like, we are going to go down here, right? And meanwhile, Jesus is sleeping. He's like catching a catnap because, again, He's got all these people following him for once. He's not getting people going, please heal me. So he's getting a little catch nap. And uh, they're like, dude, save us. We're going to drown. Now, I don't believe they actually called Jesus dude, but you get the idea. And he says, you a little faith. Why are you so afraid? And then he got up and he rebuked the winds and the waves. I've talked about this before that, you know, we read this story. And we just kind of go, yeah, he got up and he told the winds to chill out. And then we read on. Think about that a second. Think about that the next time that you want the weather to change. Here in in Cleveland, as I record this, it's winter out. And the other day I walked outside and it was like really, really gust of winds and snow is just getting blasted in my face. How cool if Jesus said, hold on a second, chill out. And it just quit snowing. Think about that a second. I don't think we, I don't think we live like, because we didn't see it, but we should be living like we did. And uh, it says, the guys were like, whoa, what kind of man is this that even the winds have to obey him? So there again, what does he say? You of little faith. He rewards those with faith. And then chapter 8 closes out with Jesus having these two demon-possessed men coming from the tombs that nobody could basically go down that road because this guy was just nuts. He was a giant nut job would come out. He's like the trans... <laughs> what was that guy? Uh, the guy, the Warner Brothers things? The uh, Transylvanian devil or something? Oh, that's going to drive me crazy. Anyway, and Jesus said, hey, uh, leave him. He just said, Go. And he threw them into a bunch of pigs. And uh, I'm sure that didn't make a lot of people happy, especially the pig farmer. But um, the whole town went out to meet Jesus. And when they saw him, they pleaded with him to leave their region. That's an interesting one. And I have a sneaking suspicion. It's probably the pig farmer that said, can you get out of here? Because you just cost me a whole year's worth of uh, pigs. And then uh, Proverbs 8 is called Wisdom's Call. And it's written from the aspect of I am wisdom and I'm talking to you. And uh, down in like verse 32, it says, Now then, my children, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Listen to my instruction and be wise. Do not disregard it. Blessed are those who listen to me. Watch daily 
at my doors, waiting at my doorway. For those who find me, find life, and receive favor from the Lord. If you're a Joel Osteen fan, he loves to talk about God's favor. And uh, But those who fail to find me harm themselves, and all who hate me love death. So here again, God is reminding us here with words like daily that you should be pursuing this, that you should be looking for this. And he says, I have trustworthy things to say. I open my lips to speak what is right. My mouth speaks what is, there's that word again, true. Counsel and sound judgment are mine. I have insight. I have power. If you ever get in legal troubles, you, you're looking for somebody who has insight into the judge. Uh, many moons ago, I was trying to have a, a child with my first wife, and we spent ourselves into bankruptcy. And we paid a lot of money, which is uh, money is even more huge when you're bankrupt because I had to have somebody guide me through the legal part of being bankrupt, which is interesting because if you're bankrupt, you have no money for a lawyer. But it was amazing how this guy was like, no, no, I know this judge. This is how we have to play it. So God is saying, look, I've got insights into life. If you pursue me, if you look at me. So think about that. If you come with faith, knowing that God will help you and pursue his knowledge, he's saying right here, you're going to prosper. You're going to do better. If you don't listen, you're going to get going down the wrong way. Your life is going to suck. I mean, here's Jesus again in Matthew 8, verse 10. Truly, I tell you, Here's that word again, true. I've not found anyone in Israel with such great faith when he's talking about the centurion. So that's why we do this podcast. We want to boost our faith. We want to keep God etched on our hearts. We want to keep his word in our minds. And so let's uh, let's talk to God a second, all right? God, you know, when I read this scripture today, Before I hit record, I was like, ah, I've heard this 8 million times. And I don't know what to say. And I want to thank you for opening my eyes that you do reward faith. And you want us to pursue you and to pursue knowledge and wisdom. And your book is chock full of wisdom. Proverbs is nothing but wisdom upon wisdom upon wisdom. If we pursue it, if we listen to it, Lord, and we know that they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when you act upon it. And we want to thank you for taking the time to open up our eyes to your message. Lord, keep our eyes open all day, not just during this 20 minute podcast. And realize, God, that we can talk to you anytime. All we got to do is say, Jesus, help me. And we know you're there. You're listening there. Prayers don't have to be long. They don't have to be robust with big 50 cent words, Lord. You just want to be in contact with us. You love us. You cherish us. And uh, we greatly appreciate that. And 
Iraq. Hey, I want to thank you so much for listening to Feeding My Faith. I want to remind you, go out to myfaithclothes.com. Put your faith on your, your body. Change your shirt and change the world. And also, if you get a chance, go out to feedingmyfaith.com slash iTunes. The more reviews we get, the higher we get in the ratings. And that's what we're here to do is to, uh, I'm hoping I'm helping you connect. I'm hoping I'm, I'm making you think. I'm hoping that I'm moving you to get closer to God because that's the place to be. So I appreciate it. And um, if you want the notes from this sent to your email, I, I don't spam you just every time. I, I think it's, uh, yeah, it, uh, it gets sent pretty much when this gets released. So you'll get three emails a week. Every time the show comes out, you get an email. And um, actually, let's change that. You'll get, um, at the end of the week, you'll get all three show notes sent to you. So if you want to go back and review them, you can. Let's do that because we get a lot of email. And if you want to do that, go to uh, feedingmyfaith.com forward slash newsletter. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as we always say, now get out there and testify to the truth. Take care. God bless. You.